Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. To freedom! <laughs> you are now listening to the PSA Papi podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Honestly, I don't know who the fuck gave me this platform, but here I am. And uh, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, honestly urging me to do this a lot of people have been asking me about this actually when are you doing a podcast when are you gonna do that thing and um a lot of people were asking me before i even decided i was going to make a podcast so i really do appreciate it um you know we you know i always have a lot to say especially those of you who follow me on instagram you guys know i just you know be going on my little rants and be talking my shit and um that's exactly what the fuck this is gonna be we're gonna be talking my shit uh, so, but not only am I going to be talking my shit, we're going to be talking about shit. But before I do that, you know, I just kind of want to let you know a little bit more about what this is. Um, you know, I'm going to get into some politics. I'm going to get into some pop culture, things like that. Uh, and, and really I'm just going to be helping you guys lead better, more fulfilling lives, um, <laughs> through this podcast. So first and foremost, you know, I actually, in this episode, I don't think I'm going to touch on anything political. I do have a few choice words for Joe Biden. Um, I have a, a few choice words for Nancy Pelosi, but we won't be doing that today. But I do, you know what, right now I want to start off with a few choice words for the American people. Um, before that, I'm going to go ahead and play a clip from, actually it's from the newsroom. This is from that, you know, that I'm pretty sure everybody and their mother has seen this. It's that clip where um, Jeff Daniels is, is so weird, like dumb and dumber. Jeff Daniels is like a politician or something like that. I haven't actually seen the series, but uh, he's asked why, or what, rather, what makes America the greatest country? And, uh, you know, all the other politicians on stage are like sucking dick. And he's like, well, actually, America isn't. And he goes on this little rant. He basically reads this girl, poor thing. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and play that and then we can get started. There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Woo! Bruh. He just read Homegirl up and down. And I'm like, did you really have to go that hard? But you know what? Like, why the fuck not? Honestly, um, you know, all with, among all those statistics, though, I feel like he left something out, something that I think is very, very important, something I don't think anybody's going to be thinking of um, when listening to this. And it's that Americans don't know. You guys don't even know how to wipe assholes. That's my thing. More than 90% of homes in Spain, Italy, and Greece have a bidet. About 60% of Japanese households have like a high-tech washlet toilet uh, with features like spraying and air drying. And if you're like really fucking bougie, you can get like heated seats and odor removal. But like over half of Americans are still unwilling to use a bidet. Like, over half of Americans are actually unwilling to wash their asses properly. And I think that's a huge fucking problem. How do you call yourself number one? How do you just have the audacity to think you are the most advanced country in the world and you got over half of Americans just not even wanting to clean their assholes? Like, that just that shit just does not make any fucking sense. Um, I read this article and actually I was looking for it like crazy earlier and I'm like, yo, like... 
I'm like Googling with, under like Slate and like Atlantic, the Atlantic. And I'm like, yo, why can't I find this thing? And it turns out it was from fucking Vice of all of all publications. But it was pretty fucking amazing. It was just talking about um, Americans unwillingness to adopt clean fucking toilet hygiene in the ways that the rest of the world has. Uh, and one uh, contributor, um, one person that was interviewed, his name is, her name is Rose George. She's author of The Big Necessity, The Unmentionable World of Human Waste and Why It Matters. And when I read this quote, I read this back in like February, I was on vacation in DR. When I read this shit, I tell you like this shit, it really fucking hit. She goes, I find it rather baffling that millions of people are walking around with dirty anuses while thinking they're clean. Toilet paper moves shit, but it doesn't remove it. You wouldn't shower with a dry towel. Why do you think that dry toilet paper cleans you? When I tell you, bruh, like <laughs> that shit, I felt like I felt that shit right in my fucking soul. I felt like that was everything that I had been uh, communicating for years, like just fucking years. I was like, wow. Like, you know, when you feel seen, I felt so fucking seen. I was like, this bitch knows me. I'm like, how? <laughs> That shit had me so dead because it's so fucking true. Like, bro, I, so I actually, I use wipes. Like, I'm a wipe guy. Like, I am a fucking wipe guy. If, you know, if there aren't wipes, it is what it is, I'll deal. But like, bitch, in my fucking household, we use wipes. And my thing is, I'm just like, what I used, how I used to justify, not even justify, how I used to explain to people is I'd be like, listen, why opt for just clean when there's a cleaner clean? And people will be like, oh, Okay. And I'm like, wait, but at some point I realized I was like, that doesn't even fucking make any sense because if there's a cleaner clean, then the first clean isn't even fucking clean to begin with. Like, it's just not. It's fucking, st- it's still dirty. And so it just, that shit really just fucking gets me because I'm just like, listen, imagine a place. And you know what? You don't have to even fucking imagine it because we live in it. This is a nation of white supremacy, right? This is founded on a genocide of natives and the enslavement of Africans and their descendants, right? And and, and here we have all this uh, otherwise, you know, all this other kinds of racial oppression going on. Niggas out here locking, you know, children in cages and shit at the fucking border. And yet, imagine the nerve of the majority thinking that they're somehow superior to the rest of the world when niggas don't even clean their assholes. Like, y'all really ain't even cleaning your assholes. Like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, I'd be so upset. Like, I really, <laughs> I can't. Like, imagine now, listen, imagine a nation of homophobia, which, I mean, honestly, that's exactly what this is largely. Because don't forget, like, marriage equality just passed a few years ago. And people can still deny your, like, your business when you go to get a fucking wedding cake. So that's what this is. It's just a fucking nation of homophobia. So imagine a fucking nation of homophobia where straight people dead ass are walking around thinking that they're better than gays. When chances are gay's ass is fucking cleaner than yours. Just by pure reason of them being fucking gay and using it. And cleaning it. Because that's how they, like, are you fucking kidding me? I know y'all fucking lying. Yo, imagine, if, <laughs> I'd be dying because I'd be like, oh, you, you think you think it better than me? Like, yo, if anybody tries to step to me with some bullshit, I just, I honestly can't take them seriously. Because I'm just like, ri- like, your asshole's dirty, Richard. Sit your ass down. Like, fuck out of here with that. Yo, oh, oh, I'm richer than you. Oh, really? Oh, oh, you got money. Okay, but is your asshole clean, nigga? I don't think so. Y'all out here thinking that you're so fucking much better than anybody else. And it's like, you out here hitting your hitting your asshole with a with, with one wipe the way you hit the way you you fucking swipe your black card. Like that, that's not how that shit works. You got everything still in there. And you got the nerve to think that you're better than me. I know you fucking lying.
And I feel bad for you. Y'all niggas be out here walking around with fucking skid marks that this is a fucking set of Fast and Furious. Like, it's just, it's just beyond me. It's, it's, it's more than beyond me. It's above me now. I just can't, y'all, y'all got fucking tidy whities the color of fucking makeup wipes after Howard Homecoming. Like, it's just, it's, it's just, it's simple. it's unacceptable is what it is. It's, it's unacceptable. Um, it doesn't make any fucking sense. There's no reason as to why our country should be so behind in cultural practice when literally the rest of the world has this technology and has embraced it. Like, y'all really have no problem walking around with a dirty asshole. And it just, I just, I can't. And it's like, yo, it just makes me think of, honestly, like, (laughs) when I was in high school, there was a uh, Facebook group, and, uh, and it was about how, like, real men wipe their asses standing up. And it was like it was started by um, you know like white males in my high school, and that's really what it was for. And it was like an inside joke to them. But honestly, I, like I don't think it was just. I think it went beyond irony and like jokes. Like I think they were like it was like a, a way of them to like affirm their masculinity. And I just thought it was so fucking crazy because I'm just like, bruh, like if you dead ass stand up and y- y- like y- your cheeks are closed, like y- you're not even really getting in there. Like you're really not. You're not. You're not getting in there. So basically, y'all are proud to be men by like walking around with dirty assholes and it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's like, why are you so afraid of, oh, you know, and it's tied to the idea of like women pissing like while they're sitting down and how men can stand up. So it's like, but it's like sitting down to do a function, a basic bodily fucking function doesn't make you any less of a man. Like, uh, honest, like, why are you so afraid of your assholes? Like, why, bro? Like, it's yours. That shit doesn't make you gay. It, nothing about it is gay unless you have another person of the same sex out here like touching on it consensually. Like it's really that fucking simple. Like y'all really are so afraid of y'all own assholes that I doubt y'all even clean y'all shit right, whether on the toilet or in the bathtub. Like it's just it, it's it's sad. Like imagine an animal. Imagine a group of animals that literally are afraid of their tails. Except I don't have to fucking imagine them because we live among them. It's y'all. It's you. <sighs> Child, I can't. And then so some of y'all just be so afraid of y'all assholes, and then others of y'all aren't. Some of y'all are some of y'all are freaks like me, and some of y'all are just more open minded, and you know some of y'all have just become more open minded when it comes, to, especially with the new wave of like all, all the music talking about ass eating, talking about you know eat my ass like a cupcake, and and toss my salad like my name like his name Romaine, and uh and uh oh, everybody's favorite gotta eat the booty like groceries, you know like which is great. Yo, ass eating is fucking lit. It's it's fucking lit. Like ass is fucking lit. Uh, if you haven't tried it, I really recommend it. Um, both doing it and having it done to you, it's fucking amazing. Um, you know, once you do it, you won't want to not do it. But y'all really not going to be out here doing that with no dirty ass. Ain't nobody want to eat your dirty asshole. Okay, like nobody wants to eat your dirty asshole, period. Okay, like when I wake up in the morning, I want to eat booty. I don't want to eat booty flakes. All right, I don't want to eat zuki cakes. We not doing that. We don't do that here. When Crime Mob said, God damn, little buddy, take off your clothes. Let me see that apple bottom and that brown booty hole. Show they slide up and down on that pole. They wasn't talking, was the brown part, the brown booty hole. We talking about brown flesh. We, we, we talking about butt flesh. 
right? We're not talking about anything but flesh. We are literally talking about butt flesh, all right? Like, there should be, it, it, no, like, come on, y'all gotta do better, dog. We really gotta, as a society? Yo, and here's the thing, is like, ass eating is lit, but like, it's not just anybody that could get their, their ass eaten. Cause I know damn well the majority of you aren't even doing the necessary cleaning to even be inviting, dog. Like, y'all really got some fucking nerve to be talking about, oh, like, oh, oh I just, I can't. Like, y'all be so upsetting, bro. Y'all, y'all, yeah, nah, like, <laughs> I can't. Point is, ladies and gentlemen, please, hygiene is an act of self-love, among other things. If you love yourself, if you truly, truly love yourself, wash your ass correctly. Get... Bitch, if it, if it, I know, I know, ain't nobody got no, no time to be renovating the bathroom and putting in a bidet, but you know what? They got little uh, attachments and shit, but you know what? You ain't gotta go do all that. Cause Dominicans been washing their ass, but Dominicans been washing their pussy forever, forever. You know what you fucking do? You get some fucking soap, you get a fucking cup, you fill it at the sink, and you do your fucking thing. Like, it's really quick. It's not even that wild, but like, y'all really be getting me fucked up with the nerve acting like y'all are better than the rest of the world when y'all don't fucking wash y'all dirty, stanking asses, period. And that's that on that. That's all I gotta say. All right, now, next thing I wanna talk about is Jason Lee, who is uh, largely irrelevant. I don't know if uh, all of you know who he is. He's basically, he used to be on Love and Hip Hop. Um, and then uh, he's actually CEO of a blog. It's kind of like, um, it's like a great value shade room or like a, like a bootleg baller alert, um, but it's called Hollywood Unlocked. Unlocked. And um, basically he went on a sh on the show like a day or two ago and he made some comments about Lil Nas X. I'm just going to play it for you and we're going to get right into it. People die kill themselves because they're afraid of being judged for being gay. Right. You have the biggest platform in the world and you come out during World uh, uh, Pride Day and then you fucking start trolling so now you make it a joke. It's like real gimmicky for followers or for cloud or for reposting. Yeah, because and I'm gonna tell did you, he really wait, but come I'm gonna out? But I'm gonna tell you something. There's two it. things happening right now and the LGBT community has to stop being used as a prop. First of all, let me be clear. Being uh, gay is cool. You can be gay and you can be successful and you can be all those things. But you got Meg Thee Stallion out here, old tweets and came up with her calling someone faggot. So now you have all the gays behind her building her career while she's secretly feeling like they're faggots or whatever. Then you got Lil Nas X, who's at the top of the game. You're already getting attacked by white people saying you shouldn't be rapping country. And now you're using the LGBT movement and coming out as a prop or propaganda in, in trying to raise clout. I have a little problem with that little ugly motherfucker. Now, you ugly on top of that. Now, if you're a little ugly ass, the fact that we... Bruh. So, I'm not even going to address little uh, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I think she's popping. I think I understand. She actually has apologized for those tweets several times, the, the tweets in which she said faggot. And, um, you know, it's not that everybody has to take her apology, but I also do understand, having been on Twitter at in a time when niggas was just saying reckless shit, like, I've been on Twitter since I was in, like, ninth or 10th grade, and we used to do hashtag Twitter after dark, like, every night, and we used to be saying wild shit, and a lot of us, honestly, like, a lot of, in terms of, like, racial justice um, and, and kind of awareness, uh, and we weren't at that level, at the level that kids are now in high school. Um, like, Trayvon Martin happened in uh, senior year of high school for me, and Ferguson happened in, like, sophomore, no, actually junior year. 
um, of of college. So our awareness is definitely different. It's real. It's a very real thing to learn from your mistakes and to grow as a person and to look back and be like, oh shit, like I really that's disgusting. Uh, I didn't like who I was then, or I didn't like that aspect about me. So that's all I have to say about that. But in terms of uh, just regarding Lil Nas X. I got a motherfucking problem with Jason Lee out here talking like this. Like, first and foremost, ugly wear. Like, he, at the end of that video, at the end of the clip I shared anyway, he's he calls him ugly, but he really goes on further in, in the rest of the clip and, and, and talks, literally says that, like, he haunts him. He, like, uh, goes to sleep and he sees Lil Nas X and it's horrifying and all this other shit. And I'm just like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, Lil Nas X is fucking beautiful. Like, he's actually fucking, he's pretty fucking beautiful. I don't know if you've seen the, the Teen Vogue cover. Uh, it's his first magazine cover. Uh, he was in the cover of, of Teen Vogue in June. And he's, he's fucking flawless, bro. Like, I don't know if he's wearing fancy or what, but his skin is fucking glowing. He looks hella moisturized. His melanin popping. He got nice hair. He got, you know, nice teeth and shit with or without grills. Like, he's just pretty fucking popping. So I just find it so crazy. It's just so crazy to me that somebody who looks like Drake had a secret love child with Snorlax got the fucking nerve to be out here commenting on this beautiful black man. Like this, like, like this beautiful black young man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you such a hater? Like, damn, nigga, who pissing your fucking Cheerios? Like, why are you, why are you such a hater? So, like, the fucking nerve for him to be saying that. And, and then on, on top of that, what really gets me is, now, Jason Lee, by the way, is gay, as we know, uh, is Lil Nas X. And, you know, Lil Nas X came out um, on the last day of Pride, like the last day of June. Now, for Jason to say that Lil Nas X is using being gay for clout, it, it, it just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. First and foremost, Old Town Road has been number one on the Billboard Hot 100. That's the highest position you can have for any song in the world, period, is to be number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And keeping that top spot is so fucking difficult. There have been so many songs that have come out that haven't peaked. They've peaked at number two because Old Town Road was above and did not give up its spot. I'm talking Taylor Swift. I'm talking, um, I'm pretty sure Billie Eilish. I'm talking about um, uh, the Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber song. Like, so many pop stars haven't gone number one, releasing huge records because Lil Nas X managed to hang on to that top motherfucking spot, and that's fucking incredible. Old Town Road has been number one on the Hot 100 for 14 weeks straight. If it continues for the next three weeks, it's going to be the longest-running Hot 100 run ever, like, period, in the history of fucking ever. Um... It's, a, it's pretty fucking amazing. Now, to say that Lil Nas X used this shit for clout when he barely came out two weeks ago, at least to the general public, it's it's a little... Um, it doesn't make any fucking sense, really. It doesn't fucking add up at all. So I don't know why he's even trying it. It's like... First and foremost, the majority of the support uh, that has been behind him has been the hip hop community on one end, and it's been the country music community on the other end. It's been a hell of a lot of white people, hell of a lot of straight white people, um, and and not, none of those groups have been traditionally welcoming to uh, to the gays, uh, to gay people. So um, for you to say like somehow he's trying to profit off of the LGBT community, like, bitch. And further, what really gets me about it is he really has a nerve to try to say, like, he's doing it for clout as if being gay isn't, yeah, well, he can say it's cool, but the reality is being gay and being openly gay opens you up to persecution. That's why there's so much, um, there, there's so much DL 
uh, uh, activity in the hip hop community and there's so much DLT activity worldwide. That's why so many people are so afraid to openly be themselves. It's because they're going to be open to ridicule um, and it, it fucks with their opportunities, be it financially and otherwise. Uh, so the idea that Lil Nas X would have necessarily gone, uh, would have, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, the idea that Lil Nas X still would have gone number one had he been an openly gay black man, I find it very fucking hard to believe. Because I know for a fact, all the little white kids that made him go viral online uh, through all the apps, I want to say it was like TikTok and shit that that shit really uh, originated on. Um, it, it just, the support wouldn't have been the same, period, just on their fucking values. Um, and the idea that somebody uses a facet of their identity for clout, it's ridiculous. That's who he is. It's his fucking identity. It's his personality. He was born that way. He didn't ask to be it. And he's not doing it as a fucking gimmick. He's just f- literally saying, I'm not going to fucking hide. This is who I am. And you're going to like it or you're going to not. Either way, I'm here about my coin. And you're going to be fucking listening to my shit because it's fucking everywhere. You can't escape me. Try. So I really don't know why the fuck this nigga Jason Lee is so fucking mad. Yo, real talk though, this nigga is so so miserable. He's dumb miserable. Um, and just to give you an idea of who this man is, I mean, again, he runs that Hollywood Unlocked, that uh, really, uh, I don't know, like D-list um, celebrity blog. But I mean, in the past, he, I mean, he's a fucking liar and a hater is what he is. Um, I remember he really just threw himself into the whole Nikki Cardi uh, beef that happened um, just a, a little under a year ago. Uh, he had lied actually on Nikki saying that she had told Future that he couldn't record with Cardi, like somehow forbidding him, um, I guess on that song Drip with Migos. And uh, Future actually had to come out and say that that wasn't true. Like a fan had sent him the Hollywood and Lock story and he was like, actually like, nah, my bro Cassius uh, produced it and he asked me to be on and I told him nah because X, Y, and Z, I don't remember what it was. But uh, Future had to dispel that. I remember Kaylani alleged that Jason Lee had hit up her little brother and offered to pay him for intel on her, um, which is just fucking insane. It's like, this dude is really a fucking slime ball, man. And actually, I think one of the worst things that he did was um, in, uh, it was directed at Ariana Grande. I'm just going to play that shit right now just so you can hear it with your own fucking ears how fucking horrible this man is. Ariana Grande, you be doing way too much, bro. First of all, I'm happy that Pete Davidson has a smile on his face again. You almost killed him. You almost, we almost murdered him. Almost ruined this dude's life. Second of all, you chose to be friends with Nicki Minaj and, you know, clearly you pick losers. Pick the wrong team. And, And third of all, if I ever see you on an award show opening your legs up during a performance like you, Beyonce, or you got... Girl, you look like R. Kelly's snack. You need to stop. She looks like an underage piece of meat ready to be pissed on by Robert. Robert. So done, Jason. Robert. (laughs) So do you look at men weird if they wanted to date Ariana Grande? Because she is Uh, wrong. Oh, if you're fucking Ariana Grande, you want to fuck little kids. For sure. That's not true. Absolutely. She is not a woman. That is not a woman. That's a little girl. That's a grown woman. If she walked in here, she'd have to sit on your lap to do this interview. But and, I mean, she has a beautiful album. Woman, what's grown about her? Her so, hair. Okay, her let's, hair, okay, her let's hair take her grown. out of it. Her look at Janae Aiko, right? Same body type, but she in her well, her face is it looks like a woman. What's the difference? You see, you Janae's see, that's body. <laughs> Janae's body is very small. It's very small. It's so very, wait, wait, somebody, what I'm not going to do is have you instigating my commentary because <laughs> you think I'm about to go there and I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there today. I'm just going to say Janae looks grown in the face. She does. And that's it. Move. We could turn to go. 
Now, let's get into it. First and foremost, he blamed her for her ex-fiance, Pete Davidson's attempted suicide, which is so fucking ridiculous and honestly very irresponsible. What this man decides to do or not do with his life is not anybody's decision but his own. That, that he had depression is not anybody's fault, not even his own. So to put that all on her, to pin it on her as if she's somehow the catalyst for his downfall, for his fucking spiral, like, yeah, he might have felt ways because they broke up this and the third, but really to pin the suicide attempt on on her? Or suicide feeling, suicidal feelings on her, especially after her uh, her previous man just died of a, uh, a fucking overdose. Like, uh, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, you just so fucking out of line. And then to go ahead and say um, that um, that you know she's a loser for uh, being friends with Nicki Minaj. I mean, I think that's really fucking funny, especially considering that just months before he was fucking photographed with her uh, at her own event uh, with Mac. And um, Mac Cosmetics, and uh, you know he's you know largely been riding her dick for for years and years as of you know whatever the fuck he was. It's just like all right, but really honestly, the biggest thing is like how he body shamed um, Ariana and and called her an underage piece of meat, praying to be pissed on by uh, R. Kelly. What? Like, do you not see anything wrong with that? You're really out here making fun of fucking child abuse. Of sexual abuse? What is wrong with you? Like, you really got some fucking nerve and to say that she infantilizing her and saying she's not a woman, like, she's a grown-ass fucking woman. Like, you're a grown-ass man. This is another thing that really gets me. So you're a grown-ass fucking man and you really got the nerve to be talking shit about women like this. Like, what is wrong with you, man? You don't have nothing better to do? You don't got no chores or some shit? You don't, I don't like, like, what... This is really how you decide to live your life. It's just talking shit about people. It's fucking, it's just fucking baffling. Um, and, and, and you know what? The, the shit that he said, it was just so terrible. He actually, you know, everybody came at him and he actually had to backtrack that shit and apologize with some really corny ass apology. But it just kind of shows you the, uh, the, the kind of person that he is, how much of a hater he is. Um, and it, honestly, it's actually really interesting that he made those underage comments saying, oh, like, if you want to get with her, you're, you're, you're basically into little children because... I mean, word on the street is he's into young and, and allegedly underage men. Uh, several of his viewers actually online have admi- uh, have said that he's admitted to going to DR to fuck young men. Um, several people online have claimed that he has slid into their DMs and offered to fly them out to, you know, do whatever. And um, it's honestly not far-fetched because, I mean, you can actually go on on his on his Instagram, I, I, I literally saw a screenshot of uh, a picture he had posted of Lamelo Ball, like Levar Ball's uh, little brother or whatever. He posted a picture of Lamelo Ball with the hashtag Smash or Pass with the two little emoji eyes, all mad creepy and shit. Lamelo's fucking seventeen years old. That nigga's underage. Whether or not he's straight, that's a different that's a different story. But like, bruh, are you kidding me? Like, you are so fucking creepy. This man is so creepy. You're the last person that should be talking about any kind of oh, underage this and the third. Like, you a whole fucking creep, my nigga. And you need to stop talking shit about other women. You're you're fucking weirdo, dog. That's why fucking Beyonce avoided you like the plague at the Rock Nation brunch. You out here be sucking Beyonce's dick. That's why when you you <laughs> yo, I I gotta show y'all the clip. Like, I really that shit had me dying. Like, Beyonce's over here. She's walking through doing her rounds or whatever and I swear everybody knows Beyonce saw him and he you know she kind of just tried to play it cool like she didn't see him kind of try to like you know bypass him 
and avoid him. And he ran up on her like a fucking wild hog. Like, she had no choice but to acknowledge him. It was really fucking sad. Matter of fact, it was kind of like, like he was trying to audition for Pumbaa. Like, the way he just ran up her on his hog status. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Beyonce. Like, I, I I can't, but I completely understand why she wouldn't want to be associated with a mean-spirited um, fucking hater like you. A messy-ass, mean-spirited-ass nigga like you. That's what the fuck you are. Um, why are you so, like, why are you so angry? Like... My nigga, get therapy. And I don't even say it in a shady-ass way. I mean, like, honestly, get some fucking therapy because you really... Child... There's absolutely no reason as to why you should be, you know, preying on, on young men. And, and there's no reason as to why you should be so fucking pressed about people's lives. That You have to be out here making up lies and shit about them to make a quick fucking coin. Like, that doesn't make you dope. It makes you fucking corny in these streets. I don't know why you think you have so much clout. If anything, honestly... Going back to the Lil Nas topic and, and speaking how he's supposedly cloud chasing, honestly, if we really wanted to be talking about cloud chasing, your obvious target should have been Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift um, has a new album that either, either came out or is coming out. I really don't know. I really couldn't fucking care less. Um, she's not my cup of tea, as many of you know. But um, basically, she's releasing this album under this huge, like, LGBTQ plus... Um, rollout and she, it's just kind of like okay like, I feel like the Waka Flocka meme the little Waka Flocka gif where he's like okay because it's like this girl has pretty much never spoken out about LGBTQ issues her entire career which by the way the whole Kanye shit at the VMAs happened 10 years ago so you know her career is already over 10 years long 10 years strong rather so it's like now suddenly she wants to use pride as a part of her little album rollout she performs at Stonewall um, which is probably the whitest uh, whitest gay thing you could do um, and then she makes a video to this song and she has a bunch of like gay cultural icons in there uh, making cameos like Billy Porter was in there Ellen DeGeneres was in there there was a little gay marriage that was officiated I think by Sierra uh, you know the gays love Sierra but it's basically like yo like these these gay icons are used for credibility it's it's like they're supposed to lend her that credibility and kind of make her get quote unquote like gay friendly um, and there were plenty of critics and I'm one of them it's basically it's super tired just the way she tried to use them uh, use Pride really as an opportunity to make some sales. Vox called it a complicated example of Pride Month's commodification. In uh, Cosmo, they complained that the music video conforms to plenty of stereotypes about Pride. Um, Slate said that it was a cringeworthy song. Um, they said it was a teachable moment about how not to be an ally. Vice said that it was pretty clueless. And it said uh, that filtering serious issues of advocacy through the prism of Swift's bubblegum pop persona minimizes the subject matter, which I completely agree. Like, you're really trivializing a lot of people's real-ass fucking struggles that they have to deal with. And and you're here doing it as a straight person. Like, you swear that you're so about it. And it's like, bruh, but, like, you don't even know the struggle. And you're just using it to make a quick coin because you have nothing, you have nothing else to do. Like, after fucking... Um, Kim and Kanye exposed you after Kim exposed you on Snapchat having lied about the whole famous situation in which you claimed that, uh, you know, you made yourself a victim again, which, you know, the first time when Kanye came at her at the VMA's acceptance speech like 10 years ago, I was on her side. Like, I completely thought Kanye was an asshole. Um, that shit is documented. I definitely made a Facebook status about it. But, you know, 
after that, then the next year they both played into it and she did, you know, he did his apology thing and she did her thing. And after that, they were quote unquote cool. But that whole shit that happened where uh, she, he, Kanye literally asked her if, if he could make that song and include that line about her. And he literally read her the fucking line. And thank God that fucking somebody, that fucking Kim went ahead and recorded this shit because had it not, had that not happened, you know the fact that Taylor when she heard it literally was like oh that'll be so funny they're gonna ask me about it and I'm like yeah like haha I was in on it and you know if people ask me about it I'll, I think it would be great for me to be like well she called me and told me the line before it came out like jokes on you guys we're fine and then when the time comes, she's not. And instead, she acts so super offended. <sighs> and when she accepts her Grammy up on stage and shit, she's like, there are going to be people that are going to be trying to tear you down. <sighs> and made this whole fuss about it. And I'm just like, wow, like she really fucking did the thing. She did the thing. She did the thing that white women have been doing since the fucking inception of this country. And it's victimizing themselves in order to demonize black bodies, specifically black men. And, and and just fucking reap a profit off it. Like, I'm just so fucking dead that she even tried that. So I'm just very, very fucking thankful that Kim just had those fucking receipts. God, I love a bitch that keeps receipts. Uh, shit was amazing. But um, it's like, you know, after that, she had to, what, go into hiding for like a, a year or whatever. And then like reinvent herself and come out as this whole like, oh, uh, like, I don't give a fuck about whatever, whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. But like, then what? Where does she go from there? So now her reinventing herself, her like her trying to figure out her career and and come out with the next new thing. Now the next new thing is 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 <sighs> leeching off the gays. Is that what we're doing? It's not even like she's like Lady Gaga or something or like Madonna that literally has like been with gays every step of the way and kind of like built that fan base and let them know that she supports them and loves them and whatever. No, this bitch really came out the cut and said, "Hey, I love y'all now." Okay, cool. Is it great that Glad got a bunch of fucking donations after you made your video? Yeah, sure. That's great. But where you been the last 10 plus years, bitch? Where you been at? On tour? Getting money? Like Drake would say? Like, come on, dog. It's just so fucking corny. Esquire uh, said, Equating online haters with the personal and societal struggle of LGBTQ plus people is at best tone deaf and such a calculated move to leverage LGBTQ rights into her own image seems gross. And I absolutely agree. Um, so Jason Lee, if there's somebody you want to fucking pick on, um, let it be Taylor Swift, but get your fucking dusty ass paws off of Lil Nas X. That nigga is a legend in these streets, period. All right? <laughs> Uh oh. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> so listen, I'm definitely like a breakfast guy. I definitely am like a bacon, egg, and cheese type of nigga. Like I, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, and I get my two for five because that shit is cheap. Um, it's a good way to get like a thousand plus calories in, and um, you know, I be eating a lot of whatever because my diet. But listen, there under no circumstances is any reason as to why anybody should be turning up on any fucking fast food worker or any service worker, on like, period. I don't care if there's a long line or if things seem like they're going slow. There's just no need for it. Like, if you ever feel like you're about to blow, kindly remove yourself from the situation or, like, fucking breathe. Or honestly, again, like I said earlier, this nigga should see a therapist. Um, but I don't know if you guys have seen, there's a video of a, a, a spot called Bagel Boss. This guy just goes fucking berserk for absolutely no reason. I'm gonna play the clip and uh, let's get into it. The great, why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. Who said that to you here? Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. 
Dude, you want to step outside? Hey. You want to step outside? Huh? I'm not standing out. I'm not. I'm not. You shut up, too. Just shut the fuck no. up. Go ahead and attack me, big Oh, my God. I just wanted bagels. I just I recorded the whole thing. I, when I... <laughs> Bitch, when I seen that shit, I had to play it back like three more times. It was just so good. It Like, you can't... You just can't ask to be in a better place at a better time when you witness some shit like this. Because it's like... <laughs> what? Like, again, like the girl said, like, I was just in here for some fucking bagels. Like, I, <laughs> all I wanted was my my fucking <laughs> bagel and cream cheese. And I see all of this. Now, this little this little dude. And it's actually so much like it's so funny. If you're listening to this, you really have to go and see the fucking video if you haven't already. Because this little this little this little thing of a man like this little this little guy literally actually five fucking feet is so fucking upset. I don't know what, why or, you know, whatever, because we didn't see what happened right before. But he's like, women in general, like he's so fucking pressed. Like, damn, my nigga, like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something. What happened? Like, shit. He's really so fucking pressed. And it's like, he want to be out here complaining about women saying that uh, men five feet or whatever the fuck should die. Like, he's so... Like, my guy, listen. If anybody's ever told you that men five feet and shorter, five feet and below should die, and you are five feet and below, are you really going to feel that pressed about it? Like, it's like, if someone doesn't want you, then, like, okay, keep it moving. Love yourself enough to walk away and to realize that that person is honestly probably more trash uh, than you need in your life. Like, it really is that simple. Plenty of fucking fish in the sea. If somebody doesn't want a fucking five-foot nigga, that's fine. They'll find themselves a six-foot nigga and, and, and whatever. You can find yourself that somebody that loves a five-foot guy and, you know, but I don't think you're going to find them like that. <laughs> not acting like that not acting with the fucking utmost sense of like just utmost entitlement like you really got me so fucking dead to my that same smirk like bro what are you projecting out here like who like god only knows if they were even smirking or what the fuck they were smirking about i don't fucking know are you a fucking fortune teller nigga are you a fucking mind reader now that you think everything is about you like damn the level of fucking insecurity it's palpable in this bitch yeah is that really how you're gonna be out here walking in these streets you're not my father or god or my boss i'm fucking dead (laughs) like he just sounds like a little kid you're not the boss of me you're not the boss of me. Like, uh, okay. All right, little Bobby. Like, Sim Simmer, please. I, I just, that shit had me so fucking dead. And you know what? Something tells me that um, well, we already know, obviously, he's trying to compensate for his height. Obviously, he's, you know, very fucking upset. Honestly, this might have been built up from his whole entire fucking uh, childhood at this point. This man looks like he's damn near, he's he's got to be 40-something, if not fucking approaching 50. I really don't know. Uh, you can't really tell with these guys. But um, it's just, it, it's really fucking sad. Um, but something tells me that his insecurity really doesn't just stem from his height, but maybe the little stub between his legs. Like, ladies and gentlemen, BDE, you know, big dick energy in the longer way, 
It's a real thing. And let me tell you something. A man confident in his, in his size and his sexual ability would not carry himself that way at all. Like, he is so pressed about women not wanting him. Like, damn, when was the last time you had a fuck? Like, that's really what the fuck he's mad at. He's mad, like, women don't want him. But maybe if he changes his attitude, it might be a different story. But here's the thing. Like, I know niggas that are short that got that thing on them. Like, I know niggas that are short. I know men and women that have been with short men and gotten completely digmatized. Like, I've literally been told by a woman before. Um, well, first of all, before I even go there, like, it, it, it's, it's not even, it's not impossible to have a little dick and be a great fuck. Like, your tool ain't the only thing that go in the box. Like, you, 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 you got a mouth, right? Well, what that mouth do? Like, what, what what it do, though? Like, I've literally been told by a woman before that the dude she's fucking has a little dick, but the emotional connection is just something that's so strong that the sex is just fucking incredible. Better than, than niggas with long ones or thick ones. So it's just like, I just, man. Is it really for all that? Like, clearly, you, like, you feel in ways, like, like it, it just, here's what gets me to is, like, clearly, everybody's fucking recording. Like, you really don't think about everybody fucking, like, you're not thinking ahead, like, you're not thinking, wow, all of fucking America and the entire world is gonna see me. Wow, my boss is gonna see this later. Wow, basically, all women that I want to keep in my dating pool, just kidding, like, they're gonna fucking watch this and not, not want to be associated with me because I'm fucking entitled. I have a complex about my height, fucking little Napoleon complex, and I probably got a, you know, he probably got a complex about his dick. And it really doesn't have to be that way because regardless of the size, you could be, you could be dope if you just had a better fucking attitude. And fucking learned. Learn from this. I can't say we were all rooting for me, but bitch, learn from this, please. Damn. It's just, it's... <laughs> Yo, poor guy, real talk. Can you imagine? You know what he fucking looked like when he turned around? Like, when he first turned around? <gasps> he looked like, um... You guys remember that dramatic chipmunk meme from, like, 2007? Like, back when, like, this is, like, prehistoric memes for, for the young kids. Uh, prehistoric memes. This is, like, when, like, niggas used to go on YouTube and there were, like, three videos. It was, like, Charlie the Unicorn and, like, shoes. Uh, uh, Kelly, oh, my God, shoes. And, uh, and the dramatic chipmunk. And the chipmunk would go. <laughs> like, that's really the fucking energy that he came with there. Um, and I just, I can't. Get it together, Bobby, or whatever the fuck his name is. Get it together. Yo, and then um, what gets me to is that he actually had the fucking nerve to be like, attack me then. Like, he was, he wanted all the smoke. Or, or, or he acted like he wanted all the fucking smoke because when he tells the tallest nigga in the fucking room to attack him then, and the dude actually does it, and he gets his ass pinned to the ground, fucking face down, then after, when dude gets off of him, he has a nerve to, there's like follow-up video, and he has a nerve to be like, he, he attacked me! I'm like, bro, you literally just told him to. Like, what did you think would happen? He's just so flustered, and honestly, it's like, there really was no need for that. Like, I don't know, it's just like, do y'all not get embarrassed? Because I, I got fucking secondhand embarrassment watching this shit. Like, this is the type of shit that made me wanna, not, not want to leave the house. I just kind of want to, like, get under the covers and just be like, oh, wow, I can't believe people fucking act this way. This is just so fucking bad. 
Oh my goodness. Oh man. All right, you guys, that's the end of my podcast, episode one. This is the PSA Papi podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And next week, I'm going to have a brand new episode for you. And we're going to be talking about the Dominican Republic and all the deaths and all the bullshit you guys keep fucking asking me about. Oh, my God. Are you going? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we're going to address all of that shit next week. Also, uh, next week, I'm probably going to talk about Congress. Um and whatever the hell else happens throughout the week, uh, let me know. Go ahead and at me, PSA Papi, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, hit my DMs or whatever, and uh, let me know what you think I should talk about next. Also, when you're listening, um, go ahead and... Uh, oh, you know what? It's probably a little too late to do that. But anyway, while you're, while you're still here listening to me and shit, go ahead and screenshot this shit. Put it up on, uh, on IG or whatever and tag me. Let me know what your favorite part was. All right? See y'all next week. Deuces.